Hi, this is Richard Zink from the Biopharmaceutical Section of the American Statistical Association. Today I'm talking with Ivan Chan, Executive Director of Late Development Statistics at Merck Research Laboratories. He is also the Program Chair for the ASA Biopharmaceutical Section. Ivan, good afternoon to you. Hi, uh, Richard. Good afternoon. So if you don't mind, uh, please provide us with some of the details about your statistical background, such as uh, your education or past employers. Okay, sure. So um, I was born in China and grew up in Hong Kong. And after high school, I went to the Chinese University of Hong Kong and studied statistics. And after that, I came to the U.S. and went to the University of Minnesota, where I got my PhD in biostatistics. So I John uh, after graduation, I've been with the company for almost 20 years, so this is uh, the one and only one company that I've worked for so far, and I'm loving it. Well, that's great. Um, it's uh, pretty unusual to be with a single company throughout your career, so Merck must be treating you very well. Uh, absolutely. I, I think I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to work in a, um, a growing area and uh, throughout the years, I have been working on many exciting programs. And also, as many of you know, Merck uh, is also very good at um, developing staff and, and um, encouraging staff to get connected with professional societies. And um, so I, I think this is a, um, I find it very uh, rewarding, but also fun to be working in, uh, at Merck. Well, can you describe a little bit of your uh, current role for us at Merck? Uh, sure. So I lead a uh, research group in late development statistics and support uh, projects from uh, multiple disease areas. And I also serve as the global head for vaccines. And um, as you know, uh, we run clinical trials uh, um, internationally, so we actually have a uh, regional model where we have statisticians residing in multiple regions. And one of the interesting challenges I find um, working as a statistician in, in, in a pharmaceutical company is that we really um, are focusing on statistical innovation. And um, for example, in strategic thinking, trial design, and methodology development, and those are really important uh, and fun for the job for statisticians to get connected um, and with the statistical community and attend meetings at GSM and get involved in society. And I think Biofarm provided a golden opportunity for people like me uh, and, and, and many others as well to sort of get involved and, and doing some of the uh, volunteer jobs uh, for the profession. Now, you mentioned uh, multi-regional clinical trials. What are some of the challenges uh, with multi-region clinical trials uh, from a statistical perspective? Yeah, that's the, um, to, to me, uh, obviously, you have to be a little bit concerned about a potential um, vulnerabilities uh, coming from, uh, data coming from multi-regions, and, and even the data quality might be of concern. So you need to be very careful when you are conducting multi-regional trials. But also, 
I guess the regulatory requirements at different regions might be different. So when you are priming a multi-regional trial, you really need to be careful and, and perhaps to, to interact with the local regulatory agencies and, and with the uh, potential uh, discussion about the trial designs and how you're going to be bringing in the data and analyze it uh, and, and make sure if there are any multi-regional differences or, or vulnerabilities that you could actually um, appropriately account for uh, in your submission. Very good. Now, now, what first attracted you to uh, statistics? Yeah, um, way back. Yeah, way back in high school, I was always interested in uh, in applied math. And so when I was looking for college, uh, my high school math teachers recommended me to consider the statistics program. Now, it was a relatively new degree program in Hong Kong at the time, and I was accepted early to the program, and I find it very interesting uh, with the balance of theory and application. So when I graduate with my um, a bachelor degrees in, in statistics, I decided I haven't really learned enough. <laughs> so I continued to pursue my graduate uh, studies in, in biostatistics. And uh, I think it's just a, a, uh, a very good uh, brand of uh, theory and applications. Now, do you have any non-statistical pastime that you have? Uh, yeah, throughout my life, I sort of uh, uh, live in different countries, like China, Hong Kong, and U.S., and so I like traveling to different places, seeing different people and experiencing different cultures. I also like playing in badminton, and in recent years, I've been also uh, enjoying uh, playing a little bit of uh, table tennis, but also watch a lot more uh, with my son, uh, who is also uh, playing table tennis. In early July, we actually just uh, gone to the U.S. Open for table tennis in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and it was amazing to watch the world-class players from different countries uh, live in action. So there are any uh, opportunities uh, to have some Moneyball-type statistics for table tennis? Well, I, it'll be... It would be great. I know the, uh, the U.S. Uh, table Tennis Association is trying to uh, promote the activities more in college, so maybe there will be some type of scholarships that are getting more um, uh, sort of uh, interesting um, activities uh, organized at college, but eventually have to be done at more the high school or, or middle school level so that you could get kids involved and interested in that. You're the current program chair for the ASA biopharmaceutical section. Now, can you give us a, a brief overview of the biopharm content at uh, this year's joint statistical meetings in Boston? Sure, yeah. Uh, this year, the biopharm session had many exciting activities at the GSM in Boston. Just to start, we are offering our free full-day short courses at the GSM. Uh, on Saturday, there will be a course on analysis of clinical trials, theory and application uh, by Alex Dimitriango, Jeff Maker, and Devin Metrocho. Uh, and on Monday, um, Brian Williams retested uh, a course on design and analysis on non-inferiority trials at, 
in terms of materials based on the book that uh, Brian and I and, and Mark Rothman uh, co-authored. And on Tuesday, um, Richard Simon, we presented a short course on genomic clinical trials and preventive medicine. I think all three courses are, are very um, um, good and offer a very timely topic uh, for people who are interested in, in uh, multi-pharmaceutical-related um, clinical trials uh, issues. In addition, we also have uh, six invited sessions, which is the record for the biofarm session, and 22 topic contributor sessions, and 26 contributor sessions covering a variety of topics. There are also poster sessions, speed sessions, and roundtable luncheons available. In particular, biofarm session is sponsored invited session organized by Dr. Christy Trongstein to celebrate ASA's uh, 175th anniversary. The session will highlight sad additions, contributions to public health achievements of the 20th century. And the session will be on uh, August 5th, which is Tuesday, on uh, uh, 8 a.m. Uh, 8.30 a.m., I'm sorry. There's also a special session this year on Monday morning honoring the student paper competition winners in which five students will give their uh, award-winning presentations. So it's good to have all uh, students uh, um, give, it, give their um, talks at the same session, and, and so the biofarm session officers and uh, our student uh, award committee members will be there as well. Uh, of course, uh, uh, don't forget the biofarm reception on Tuesday afternoon at 5.30 to 7. There uh, will be some celebration activities as well to go with this year's uh, um, celebration of the uh, 175th anniversary. Now, you mentioned that there were six invited sessions this year, and this is a, a record for the biopharmaceutical section. Is there a particular reason why there's so many uh, invited sessions this year? Is it just based on the size of the of the individual section, or is it uh, partly due to the quality of the uh, session that was suggested? Yeah, so it's a, um, I guess it's a mix of the uh, reasons. So we were a lot of four invited sessions, but then we can also submit two sessions for open competition uh, across all the different uh, ASA sessions. So I think we have very good quality uh, submissions this year. Uh, and so um, um, I guess with some luck, and I guess mostly based on the quality, so um, we uh, won two uh, sessions out of the co open competition, so for a total of six sessions in the invited session area. Now this year, uh, there's going to be some speed sessions, uh, which I have read that they're described as being like speed dating, only better. Now, how are these speed sessions different than traditional presentations? Yeah, so in the speed session, it is more like a presentation uh, coupled with a poster presentation. So you get to hear a short five-minute talk on each presentation, and with about 20 such talks in the session. And after all presentations, you get to talk with the authors and, and perhaps even enjoy some refreshment in the, in the uh, poster session. So they have this electronic poster uh, kind of set up there after their presentations. 
it's kind of to get a very cryptic message across during your five minutes talk, and then you have plenty of time for discussions. Are there any ideas on how you're going to celebrate uh, the ASA's 175th anniversary? Uh, for example, are you participating in the ASA's Got Talent competition? So as program chair of the Biofarm session, I've participated in the GSM program committee uh, to organize the meeting to celebrate the 175th anniversary. I think it's going to be a very exciting program. In particular, I will participate uh, in the anniversary session uh, to talk about the statistics of innovations in vaccine development. And I will also participate in the ASA 175th anniversary celebration party on Tuesday night, and I encourage everyone to go. I think it's going to be a great event, and after the party, there will also be dance. Um, so, so it's going to be fun. Uh, and if I'm correct, people have to purchase their tickets for the celebration prior to JSM, so those won't be available uh, at the conference. Is that correct? Actually, I'm not sure. I know if you register online, you could definitely buy the tickets there. So maybe you're right. Um, so I encourage you yeah, prime to buy the tickets early just uh, for uh, for the GSM's uh, headcount preparation. They could they could organize that uh, and, and prepare um, very nice activities for all the people who have registered. Well, Ivan, thanks very much for taking some time to discuss uh, the JSM program with us, uh, at least regarding the uh, the biopharmaceutical section. I look forward to seeing you at JSM next month. Sure, yeah. Um, thank you for the opportunities, and I, I'm very excited about it. And so I, I look forward to seeing you and uh, everyone else uh, who will be attending the JSM uh, next month.